All right, all right. Episode 57, Feeney Talks with Friends. I have a wonderful guest, Andrew Arbo. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing great. Great. This is Feeney Talks with Friends. Uh, I use this podcast and I talk with wonderful people in the community that are doing great things. And Andrew does wonderful things in the community. We'll get into that. Let's review 56. Barry Walters from West Hartford Pride. We had a wonderful conversation. Go back and check it out. My name is Eric Feeney, founder and president of Friends of Feeney. Our mission is to help children and families that need assistance after heartbreak or tragedy. And I use this podcast, Feeney Talks with Friends, and I talk to wonderful people in the community that are doing great things. What are you doing these days, Andrew? I'm just keeping, keeping busy. Um, both, of my, both of the companies I work at, well, one I founded, I've been keeping up my tools and some occasional weekend work that I try to do just so it keeps me sane. Yeah. Any amount of people I know. And so I was shocked. I didn't know about this podcast until a couple of weeks ago. I think it was beginning of July. I kind of forgot, but yeah. I accidentally found the episode with the West Hartford Septal. Amazing, amazing group. Nice. Yeah, Randy and, I, and Jen was a great mm-hmm. episode. And I saw this and I was like, how do I not know about this? So I just did an email and, well, here I am. Here I am. So yeah. look, I woke really forward. I'm very excited that you're here. My friend Andrew is here. Um, cheers. We're at Weeha Brewing and Roasting on 141 Shield Street. Thanks to our friend Cody and Andrew. Uh, they were nice enough to host us. How's the coffee? Great. Um, great. Um, luckily, luckily, I got the unsweetened, unsweetened, which works for me. Gives my dentist happy. So Yeah. I know. They saw that you like coffee. You like coffee shops. Yeah. Right? Always a big fan. I always try to work for a couple. For, um, I'm kind of one of simple habits. I think it's... I think it's the stereotype with Connecticut, the, I think it was called the study habit, I believe. Yep. I believe. And because I like two coffee shops in particular. Which ones? Which I don't work for. I'm, Brad, if, if, I was, if, I was, if I had cloned myself and decided to work at one of those, I wouldn't be surprised if I picked those. What are um, the two? What are your two favorite Beans coffee shops? Beans and Coles in Avon and the Nez Coffee House in Deep River, Connecticut. Beans and Company in Avon. And what was the other one? Uh, the Nez Coffee House. The Nez? Mm-hmm. The Nez Coffee House. Okay. Um, writing that down. We're going to put that in the shout-out section. Uh, I have a gift card from Beans and Company. I've yet to go there. I can't wait to go there. You should. <laughs> right? It's so cool. Um, episode 15, Brooke Daly gave me a gift card. So the Nez Coffee, where is that again? Uh, Deep River, Connecticut. Deep it's River. quite a drive. They, you could get off uh, Route 9. That's far. It is. Um, for what I do, and we'll be talking about driving quite a bit, I pretty much do anything for a good drive, and especially if there's a work reason, I would do it. Oh, nice. <laughs> Maybe not New York City levels of driving. Like, I can't stand the, I can't stand, <laughs> I would not be able to stand that. And the last time I drove in the urban area, uh, I drove in New Haven for a Yale study. Oh, nice. It's quite a drive, and the minute I, minute I get close to the city, there was much traffic. Yeah. And in the, the rain, I was supposed to go to the light turn, was filled up, so I couldn't use it. <laughs> I love New Haven. Shouldn't be surprised. I used to live in New Haven. <laughs> Did you stop and hang out in New Haven at all, or just strictly to yell and back? Um, after yell, yeah, I get stopped, got myself a super coffee. Nice. From where? Um, it was from one of those uh, pharmacy stores. Nice. Something nearby. I try to work for shops around there. But I figured to keep it simple, and it was right after free, so it's like, should I go now? Should I hold off? Nice. But I had some time I could show up in my office, so it's like I might as well kind of uh, bite the bullet and just go with it. Got the thing, had parking for free, and went on the highway, and 
shockingly um, very smooth. I was surprised. It was rush hour and 91 north up the up the way. Like that's oh, it's the bit. worst. Yeah, yeah it's it tough can... traffic. So yeah, you <laughs> like the coffee? Yep. I want to shout out Weha Brewing and Roasting, and also want to yep, shout out again. some other some other of our sponsors. We have podcast sponsors. Number one, Direct Line Media. Dave and Kyle. Kyle's back. Kyle. Um, that. They are Direct Line Media. They've done the podcast for 57 episodes. You're episode 57, Andrew. How do you feel about that? Um, nice. <laughs> Does 57, the number 57, mean anything to you or any? No. Nope. Like a 57 Chevy? Heinz 57 <laughs> um, ketchup? Actually, not really that much of a numbers guy. Okay. I'm, I'm really much for just kind of interactions like these and the, and the work connections. I really am about my work. Nice. Me too. Me too. And this is great that I get to talk with you. On this podcast, again, our sponsors are The Fix IV, West Hartford Lock, Keating Agency Insurance, and Gastro Park, all wonderful sponsors. So let's get right into it. So uh, we talked about West Hartford Lock and three keys. What are three keys that make you a great director of community outreach? You are the director of community outreach for planning across the spectrum. Would you like to talk a little bit about First, sure. let's I, talk about planning across the spectrum. I am sure, and this and because this is coming out next week when the episode comes out. Yep. Um, I'm hoping at some point in the month of August, I'm actually going to be moving to West Hartford uh, work-wise. Nice. So, you, you know, something like this is actually at the weirdest timing, but it works on everyone's end. So that and my other driving business is moving over to West Hartford. But to actually get into what Praying Cost of Spectrum does, and I also go over the story too. Yeah. Um, it is a autistic-owned financial firm where it, deal, where it kind of covers a lot of financial aspects for anyone with disabilities. It seems very autism, it seems autism-specific when you go on the website, but it's actually very neurodiversity-focused where we have at least a good amount of staff that's neurodiverse. There are probably other words to use it, but I'm really not a semantics guy. And not really like semantics guy. Neuro, so. Neurodiverse. I like that. Mm -hmm. So like uh, the founder, Andrew Comru, is autistic. He was diagnosed uh, late around 2018. Forgot the date. Forgot the date. It's also not my business, too. And he would probably agree with that if I was here. <laughs> <laughs> um, but he found out because he was trying to figure out what was going on. And then once he realized this, and he, was, and he already was doing financial work, he actually has his own company, uh, Tempath Financial. And once he realized that he was autistic, he was like, he wanted to do something for that community. So he created a plan called Suspection to kind of fill in that void. And, and even by looking at it, because I joined around 2019, it came out uh, 2018, I didn't know of any financial advisors that does this. Because a little bit of background on me, like, I, I was going, I was studying to be a disability specialist. Um, I was in their program at MCC, Manchester Community College. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to really get, sink my teeth in the autism side of things. And I didn't know, like, I never thought about the money side. And then at one resource fair, I drove in in Northeastern. My dad was not happy about that. It was more rain, by the way, not snow. And I saw playing across the spectrum. I was like, a money place that actually, that's owned by autistic and also, like also hires anyone, n not just not just like anyone else, but of anyone of any ability was also just kind of wild to me. So I had to kind of connect to be like, can we talk? Yeah. <laughs> and trying to and the business was Woodley and Farmington uh, for now before the move to West Hartford. Uh, hopefully very soon. 
hopefully very soon to just stay tuned on the website. Yeah, by the time this airs, hopefully people, all our listeners and our friends out there planning across the spectrum will be moving to West Hartford. And this will be your director. So look out for Andrew and the West Hartford community. And then to actually answer, and then I should probably answer the outreach question, the five keys, right? Yep, three keys. Oh, three keys. I was well off. That's fine. Uh, that's, honestly, all I do is routine. I feel like routine is key for outreach. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the things I've been doing a lot lately, because I have to keep up with so many people, because I also have two coworkers in two different states, uh, Maryland and Arizona, Wow. Very radically different, right? Yeah. And what I do is I try to ask people about their, like, kind of like their preference for me contacting them. And just at least so I don't end up being like every week, every week, just kind of bothering them, bothering them. It'd be like if I were to email uh, this lovely podcast every week, it would get old really quick. If I were to do anything in the future, I just don't see it as good outreach. So I always like to establish a routine. Where I could check back, it could be bi-weekly, it could be monthly, so I, I like to stress that. Nice. And also probably autism too, just because <laughs> I'm autistic and it probably is part of that, or probably just, just a routine that just works for everyone yeah. and makes everyone more happy when otherwise. And then the second key is just kind of exploring and just kind of going, going out and kind of doing things. Um, like I accidentally stumbled upon this podcast when I was woken up, I was in the West Hartford, the Septal Facebook group, either that or somewhere, somewhere, a lot of the disability autism groups in Facebook where I try to try to see what happens in those communities because you always find stuff. You always find stuff in all those groups. That was so great that Jen and Randy, good friends, talked about West Hartford Septal, which is special ed teacher, teacher, uh, excuse me, special ed parent teacher organization septo so that was great that you saw that um no really cool so planning across the spectrum.com you can be reached at 860-606-7065 and that might be the direct number oh, it's the direct number i'm pretty sure unless it shows a different oh, and the number main number is 855 yeah. autism 2 <laughs> yeah 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 how'd you get the autism 2 for your phone number that's great I um, well think, think it's more of my employer to answer that one. I don't do a lot of the technology. Like, I could do, like, Excel and, like, the more general stuff. But I just do a lot more just the outreach. And I like that quote on the back. Unique needs require specialized knowledge. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, pretty much uh, kind of like our cult. Pretty much a cult or probably another term. And my boss is probably going to be glaring at me for not knowing. <laughs> but, yeah, no, I like that. But it's a good line. It really is. And this is investment advice offered through Private Investors Group, a registered investment advisor. Yeah, very, very cool. financially based. Like we help because, well, we all know disabilities are not a one size fits all. Yep. Especially autism, especially yep. that, especially that disability. So we, so what advisors do, and I'm not going to mention any financial stuff because that's out of my week. That's <laughs> why I have. That's why we have advisors over there that are really trained to really go into a, like a family situation or just an individual situation. And, it, and we try to do based on what they want to do. Like they need help able accounts, we'll help them out. Yeah. If they want any specific advice, we'll also help them out. So it, we help them with very industrialized supports, also ongoing supports. Like we actually have, we have someone that helps them with mentoring and we also help out companies with their uh, employers benefits. So we do a lot of do a lot of work and helping helping employers out, especially the ones that are very inclusive. Mm-hmm. 
I think it's a wonderful program, and I'm so excited to hear about it. So that's your director of community outreach planning across the spectrum. One business card. This is a man, one man, two business cards. Now, this <laughs> yep. is also very exciting. And Andrew Arbo, can you tell us about driving with autism? Um, well, dude, I'll try my very best to keep this condensed since I am kind of doing both companies. Yeah. Um, uh, driving with autism, another one that's also in the same, same Farmington office that's also moving to West Hartford around the same time. Nice. Um, for that one, Driving with Autism is a driver readiness program entirely online, entirely um, online program that just helps, just helps autistic drivers and other disabilities. Um, like I'm open to ADHD and a few other disabilities, but mostly because some of the characteristics of autism, some of that, you know, can kind of, kind of coexist with other conditions and some face some very similar driving ones, not entirely, but kind of some similar uh, driving uh, challenges. So I'm also open to that too and something I want to highlight more on the website. What would, uh, can you explain to our listeners like what are the needs with the difference between driving and driving with autism? I can go over that and actually we'll kind of go over the general uh, webinars that I do. Please. Yeah, it's very specific. There's a lot of external and internal barriers with driving. And this is something I dealt with myself, and I'm only speaking from my own experience. I don't like speaking over others' experiences. Like, imagine me trying to speak over other autistic experiences. Yeah. Yeah, no. And the well, online that's why community they call it the does spectrum, that better. <laughs> the spectrum, right? Because it's mm -hmm. such a variety of the spectrum. You could be on one end of the spectrum or the other end of the spectrum, and that's where autism... And then, then for... Like a snowflake. Oh, no sorry. two are the same. Mm-hmm. And the same thing applies for like drivers. Like some like drivers may like classical music, or other drivers may like rock music. I mean, mm -hmm. I know not disability based, but it's a similar idea. Mm -hmm. And one of the things I do is like, I want to respect kind of the diversity with that. But I actually, kind of get into that before I get before I get very carried away, which I probably will. And because I've already finished up this coffee over here, <laughs> um, what we do, and it's some. What I do is we do like an, an eight-part uh, webinar series that helps with driver prep. Just kind of like for anyone that's brand new to driving or just very interested about driving or, or, they have, or with other individuals that may have no idea where to go, including parents too. Nice. Um, because I'm going to be referencing Connecticut a lot because, well, we're in Connecticut and I got my license here in Connecticut. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so did I. Connecticut is very awful. No offense to state officials are watching this. Um, <laughs> the state is not really good with uh, driving resources. And that's not even going into, not going to kind of driving resources because very scared, like Connecticut's very, it's a very centered, um, like a very highway street. While West Hartford, you have the walking, you have the buses, train stage. Oh, that's more Hartford. Not sure mm -hmm. if that counts in West Hartford. Easy, uh, uh, we have the fast pass, fast yeah. track, excuse and me. And the uh, bus service, yep. Bus. I think it's supposed to be a train service there. Train's supposing. coming up soon. Who knows, but, but it's like West Hartford has auctions while if you go to, let's say, let's say if you want to go Fox Roots area, excluding the buses from the casino, that doesn't count. <laughs> Maybe unless you want to go to a casino, but it's like, if you go in that area, it's like there's not as much driving schools, not as much resources out there. So it's like, it becomes, comes a hazard. So someone that may be nervous about driving, but there's not a lot of other alternative transportations like the buses here. In this town in particular, the other challenges, as the challenges, so I kind of want to address that. And, and for real, I've been to a lot of special education conferences. I was actually spoken in the Transition Symposium 
a couple of years ago, uh, UConn stores over there, and I still remember this. I still remember this. A lot. I saw this transportation presentation. I was like, all right, cool. I can actually get to like attend. I was hoping to get something, and then it just talked about buses, which again, not a bad thing, not a bad thing, mind you. It just talked about the same stuff, services that you, that if you attended a lot of conferences, you already know. And it's like, why am I here? Because um, but. It, because I want, because I created Drive of Autism to show that, hey, there's ways, and that transportation talks should be taken seriously. Because if you're someone that's in one of those really roots-like area, like you have to figure out what to do with transportation. And yep. also for those that are dealing with a lot of anxiety. So, we, so what? So are the topics like it's all taught by me. It's all lives. Um, most likely going to be on Wednesdays. Wednesdays at 7 p.m. Unless something changes changes but most likely Wednesdays at 7 p.m. and it goes around an hour-ish. Nice. And I go, I cover at least uh, eight topics. I first want to talk about just general uh, barriers on the motivation why someone wants to drive. I'm always more always about the motivation. I have a, have a couple topics on parent involvement because parents play a huge role in driving. Mm -hmm. And then also I have some slight IEP stuff while not boring people to tears in that one. <laughs> And then just showing the alternatives of what if you can't put any of this in an IAP. And then I also go to more driving stuff, like situations, uh, sensory needs. Driving's very sensory-based. Yep. Um, police interactions and strategies to kind of help kind of them not fall into kind of like the trap of kind of in the, the problem that's going on, the controversy with the police interactions and disabilities. Yep. The, the unfortunate thing, that really doesn't have to be a thing, but it is. Yeah. That kind of make. Oh, sorry. I, go ahead. I saw that. I just dropped something off and rang the doorbell, and there was a sticker: "A child with autism lives here." And that was a new sticker that I saw oh, okay. on the house, <laughs> uh, just in case you know the communication barrier. Is there something that you do? You put something on the cars or uh, Connecticut does have rear envelopes. That's probably the only thing DMVs have actually done. Because I tried. Because I like to research uh, transportation stuff. Try to get a good feel all around a lot of states. What does Connecticut do? Can you repeat that? Uh, the brew envelopes. It's, it's a brew envelope. Um, you just put it inside your car. Um, you can get them, I think, police stations, uh, Is that autism places. You would pull your license out of a blue envelope or uh, the insurance yeah, kinda, and registration you, you goes can, in? You kind of hand the envelope to officers. It has uh, information inside saying that you're autistic or you're a person with autism. Nice. Uh, something pretty, it's kind of a little generic. Well, yeah, gen and you're Andrew, Andrew Arbo at autismdriving.com. AutismDriving.com. Got a website and everything. Who designed the website? Um, I have a cool guy, and the name kind of escapes me. Um, Plum uh, Development? Nice. Something Prevelment. Uh, name escapes me. <laughs> and you love... Um, so drives. I got another game, then. We just did three keys. You said routines, autism, and exploring. You have your three keys. Now we're going to do um, first, last, best, worst. Your first drive... Your last drive. Oh, this would be really good. Your worst like drive this. and your best drive. Do you remember your first drive? I'm um, really good one. Um, let's see. Um, the practice or oh, the very first one because Pokemon. Um, guess. Let's go Pokemon. Yeah. First one. Ever. I guess anxiety driven because well, because there was not a lot of resources. My dad didn't really know how it's supposed to work at, and then we kind of decent because I was just learning some certain stuff. And my dad, he has like a stern voice. He has like a stern voice. Yeah. And just kind of gets me that. And he was already anxious, and I can sense that. 
I'm still went pretty well on the first day, but it definitely took a while just kind of getting used to that. Um, it's like you don't master things in a day. <laughs> Never. Yeah, I remember my first drive. I delivered papers with my dad and uh, to move the car oh, no from one house, house to the other. And I was like 10 or 12. Is that, oh. a, is that a good idea, letting, letting a 10-year-old drive? Hmm. Am I blowing up Tom Feeney's spot? <laughs> um, quite different, but then again, a different uh, time period. Different yeah, right? Era. It was the 80s. Was I in the 80s? Was I 10 in the 80s? Yep, I was 88. Good old year. Good days. I mean, it's like the Wonder he, Years, Kevin Arnold. I mean, as long as he didn't, like, throw a paper in, into one of the windows. I like, used to throw like paper. Boy, like that, Paperboy NES. Ooh. As long as he didn't do that or try to, full, try to hit someone with a newspaper. Or get attacked by a swarm <laughs> of bees. And whatever else goes on in that game. I love that game. All right, so that's your first drive with your dad. Yes, yeah, stern dad's yelling at you. Not, not, not the not, best, Not right? too much yelling, but it's like his voice comes off of that, but it's really not. Like, break or slow down. Uh, maybe that, not that deep. <laughs> it's like he does a lot of landscapes, so he, he deals with a lot of people. So right, it comes so into business. Do you remember your last drive? Last drive does basically this. Yeah. Where'd you come from? Where are um, you? My work office. Nice. Uh, I wanted to avoid showers if they were a thing. Um, so far, they're not. I'm shocked. I'm shocked. I'm a little confused. I saw the sun. I was like. Yeah. I think it rained around noon, right? It did it? I didn't, I didn't, I, I keep looking around the windows whenever, whenever I need to walk around at my workplace. I didn't see any rain. All right, so you got your first drive. You got your last drive. Now your best one. That's good because I have so many. Okay. I have a lot. <laughs> um, I can make it a work one. Um, I actually drove to uh, Newark. I actually drove to Newark. Not in the city. I, you, I would rather take the bus. I'd rather take Pier Penn, honestly. Or yeah. even that or the train, honestly. Yeah, to Newark, New Jersey. Um, I went for a business errand. I went to a really awesome, really awesome nonprofit over there called the Nicholas Center in, like, Chester, in like Prestonsville, uh, Newark. Nice. So I think it's uh, 684 if I know my mm -hmm. routes. 684, but like, it's not really that. It was kind of a bit closer to... Oh, God, God, How long did it take you? About an hour, 20 minutes. Nice. I went for 84 and then went on 684 and then got off um, to Presenceville. I'm pretty sure it's pretty sure 684. What made, it's been it, a what, while. It made, what made it the best? What was like cool about I it? I put it off for I don't really do New York trips like that before. And they really wanted to learn about driving with autism. And it was kind of interesting circumstances because I was on a day where it's supposed to snow and rain. I was eyeing it, so I was like, okay, if this is a good idea or a bad idea? And my dad was also was telling me about that. Um, he, he got much better. He got much better. And he kind of, he, yeah, but he pretty much knows how I drive, knows how I can handle driving. And he's become like a sidekick of just telling me, telling me about what the weather, like, mm -hmm. if it was really bad out, he'd be texting me or something. <laughs> or Do be you avoid driving before. in the rain or snow? Do you like just avoid completely or do you drive a caution? It's debatable. Technically, I drive a Subaru, so those cars can, well, in Plaza, and it can technically, technically cover that. But I'm still kind of careful. I might do some snow, but if it's like a complete with snow out, because this is New England, it's like you have to ask yourself, and also just also depends on just work policies. Mm -hmm. Especially if I worked in school, these two, but not anymore for the last several years. It just depends, the circumstances. Yep. Um, so it wasn't as bad, but I was thinking about the afterwards, the afterwards when I went to Presenceville, Newark. Uh, so I did my little outreach there. It was really cool. Yep. 
really cold. And afterwards, I kind of, afterwards I kind of would dip back and got gas before prices got really ridiculous. <laughs> it was back in March, uh, a couple months ago. Nice. Tell me about, uh, now, what about your worst oh, drive? Oh, I still, still have to continue. Cool. Oh, sorry, and you got gas. And really well. Like, I kind of got off Connecticut. It turns out Connecticut highways were more the issue. And I was trying to get close to the library side, and I decided to just get off self, self-bearing, just went on the route up to six and just called it, called it a day. What sign did you see? I saw it Southbury, like I was got off on Southbury. Oh, before that? Yeah, before Waterbury, because I knew Waterbury would be kind of... Waterbury. Yeah. That's <laughs> it's where like I'm that's, from. Yeah, that's that highway side would you be quite... You put that in the show. Um, that's the, out that, there. That's the running gag in 57 episodes. We always mention Waterbury, and you did it. Thanks, oh. thanks Andrew. Oh, I didn't know. <laughs> you that, I'm well psychic. Done. Well done. Uh, good thing the coffee helps then. And my little brother's name is Andrew. So I didn't know. Mention Waterbury. Your name's Andrew. But yeah, this so it was a good great. drive, and it was the first. So best drive. I'm sorry to keep cutting you off. But oh, I'd be very done. I'm at the end, and <laughs> it was the first time I ever felt tired driving. It was the first time, like after I got back, I was starting to feel it. I was starting to kind of feel a little bit of the cramps. It was like the first time, first time like, I ever actually got a little tired. So after I got off, because I had to show up for a town thing afterwards, when I finished up all that with the snow and the rain, I was very cautious going on Route Six because. Like, it goes up to Watertown. There's a lot of woods area and yep. some pretty Pacific roads where it could be a little messy with the snow. Mm-hmm. So I, I, t- I take it very seriously. Like, music off. I just kind of do my thing. Concentrate and focus. And don't go fast. Always. <laughs> take your time. Is it five, mi- five miles below the speed limit when you have inclement weather? or? It, just, it varies. It varies. If it's, like, a lot, it's, like, yeah, like, take off, like, five miles per hour is good. Just whatever kind of makes it comfortable. And if you feel something's off, yeah, that's telling you you should probably go a little bit. Go slow. Yeah. I, anyway, to the worst drive. You can go ahead. Yeah. You're up. Worst drive. Good question. Uh, maybe today it depends, but right now it's so neutral that it's creeping me out. <laughs> <laughs> but we'll see. And hopefully you didn't uh, jinx myself there. So no worse drives, or you do have a worse drive? Worse drive? I'm trying to think of one. I'm trying to think of one. I could add a Praxis, but I was still writing how to. I was still writing how to. Yeah, I remember I taught, I taught my sister. I'm five years older than my sister. Again, wet weather over by Hotbrook, in between Waterbury and Naugatuck, Hotbrook. And the light turned yellow and it turned red, and she was still going through, so she got stuck it, it to oh, stop or the go. Box. Hit, hit the brakes, spun my car. Oh my! Her first time driving with me, and I was just like, "Hey!" And I like played it cool. I didn't like. She still tells me her her end is better, but she didn't like. I didn't freak out. I said, "So you know, okay, that's guys with good instincts because right? for anyone, like, if like my dad or or personality like that was there, it'd be like, it'd be maybe some shouting. I mean, I don't know how it actually goes because it'd be a lot different when from playing it in your mind to when it actually happens. Yeah. And that just grad, that she was all right during that. Sounds really freaky. And then just kind of lost that control for that brief moment. Yeah. Yeah. You know, indecisiveness and just, you know, again, being should have went a little slower. Mm-hmm. Or at this point, sometimes you're better off just running the light, you know, instead of trying to stop and. Oh, yeah, that actually goes into, um, I'm actually going back to the uh, driving with autism. That's one of the things that I highlight because in one of our topics on driving situations to overcome them, um, I actually go over a little section that goes how to deal with, just have to kind of deal with any sort of situations. 
especially on Willie drivers, that's one of the most common things I hear right. from people, how to deal with drivers. Oh, yeah, there, you could only and control really your gray, car. Yeah, and it's yeah. a great area. It's like it's such a great area because if it was like a video game that's kind of like black and white, like if you were out there or maybe like GTA, if someone it was just being a jerk of you, you know, I don't have to say a single thing. <laughs> Most people get off and try to do something. <laughs> True. That's funny. <laughs> and that, but life is not like that. It's a lot more different, a lot of reasons. And if you try to do something like that, you'll get in a lot of trouble. Yeah. <laughs> you get in so much trouble. And then Connecticut's pretty strict with, with specific laws. So it's like, so it's like even more reason, even more reasons. And it's again, gray mind, different reasons. And a lot of times you may have to bend the rules a little bit to a reasonable degree. Like with, uh, let's use uh, public buses. Sometimes that you have to kind of go over them because they'll be stopped somewhere to pick up of someone, or you may see them maybe try to get back to the rain after they got someone. Yep. So you would, again, one of those that you really have to eye that sometimes you have to kind of bend those rules over. Mm-hmm. Like, Common sense is very important to be drive, a driver. You want to make sure you're making the right choice. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then almost like playing chess, you know you're eight moves ahead. You want to know what the moves are doing. Like, oh, I see. But be aware of your surroundings. Good way to put it, actually. Think about it as a chess game. The street is a chess game. What is that car going to do up here? I see incoming traffic. Oh, the light is about to turn red. Or it's been green for quite some time. So odds are most likely it's going to be red at some point. So mm-hmm. start to think that. You know, if I'm taking a left, slow down. You know, Even more so, like, I feel like the highway, in your, in your example, would be like a more advanced version of chess if you think about it that Ooh, way. Oh, highway, yeah. Highway, uh, believe me, the, um, the last couple of times I went on there, I, there were one or two drivers that were slowing down, and I'm like, why? Or when the car, like, like I was forced, I was forced to slow down and then kind of, kind of regain my speed at one point. I'm like, why? Like, you could have just went on the wide side and yep. <laughs> wide side. I think it was either the middle or the left. I kind of forgot. It's been a while, but it just it stood out to me. But it's like you really, really must not slow down whenever possible. I mean, unless traffic happens, because, well, highways and traffic are kind of, it happens. Yeah. But, yeah, go slow on the highway. And highway driving, yeah. I'm talking to some counselors at camp. They were nervous on the highway. Totally different. You know, you're going at a high rate of speed. <laughs> Want to be cautious. Two hands on the wheel, paying attention. I like how you say you put down the music, turn down the music. That's yeah, simple. I'm a type of person where I actually use a lot of video game soundtracks. It's just something, I call it like my own uh, sensory tool. This is something that I actually wrote a blog on. If you go on our blog page on oh, driving yeah, with autism, I wrote up a topic called sensory tools. One of my favorite topics where it's kind of like tools people can use. And, and it could be an object or it could be just music, I was saying. For me, I use a lot of video game music, like anything uh, Nintendo-wise. Oh, because it was a Sega Genesis over in this uh, room here. Yeah. Let's say if I wanted to listen to, I see Aladdin over there. Aladdin, if I want to listen to the Sega Genesis Aladdin music, I could do that if I want to. Nice. And I remember the music being good for that game. Oh, great music. <laughs> great game. Or either that, or either that, I'm listening to something Nintendo. I could listen to something like Final Fantasy or oh, the like Super series. Mario so, Kart. Super Mario Kart? That's that good music yeah. to do while you're uh, driving? Um, I listen to more of the Japanese role-playing games in my case. But if I listen to Mario Kart, I technically could. Nice. Bluetooth and Bluetooth um, online, um, hands-free, because I have the Bluetooth capabilities in my car. Mm-hmm. And one of the perfect ways to kind of play on those tools, but it just helps me hyper-focus. And it's very different for everyone else, because other people may use podcasts. And for me, it's not always video game music. I, I actually, 
like I actually listened to some movies, some classic movies that's adapted to radio form, like Wizard of Oz, uh, It Happened Ooh. One Night. I even listened to a Hitchcock movie that's adapted to radio form, Strangers on a Train. Oh, yeah. Oh, you've seen that one? Yep, I know that one. They did a really good job. If you ever listened to the video adaptation of that, it's done because I listened to that all the way down to... Uh, Newark? Not Newark. Definitely not Newark, but kind of uh, Fairfield. It was for a Fairfield uh, comp, for like a resource fair. And I went down 15.5 in that. And it was really good. Like a good hour of just suspense. And they did really well with that. Nice. I'm going to so, check that out. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Um, but it's like finding the right tools. So as, as we're kind of discussing, just a lot of gray areas and just kind of finding ways to solve problems. And again, and um, I find that magical with sensory tools. It's different for everyone. Like you have mine, other people use theirs. Other people may have plushes or something that can, they can kind of look at and be like, get to that little bit of that calm stage. And I can guarantee there's always going to be that one driver of a plush. Mm-hmm. Like you're guaranteed to find someone Maybe not every day, but on the general, like it's very possible to find one driver when you go out and drive and you look at people's insides, look at the insides of people's cars, you will see the occasional plush. Oh, yeah. The like, plush. I, even, I actually use one that's actually in my backpack for now. Nice. In case the rain and I don't want anything happening. To squeeze with your hands while you're driving or just to. Um, it's it? kind of on the, on the top of the rear window, and when I'm stopped somewhere and one hand is steering wheel. Always steering wheel, make sure there's a hand on there mm-hmm. for anything. I would just have one my hand, my free hand, just pat it really quickly and then just kind of do my thing. Nice. All right, good tip. Again, try a lot of this I go over in my series, and after people complete the series, like eight weeks, eight weeks every like Wednesday to 7 p.m., also take time to go over them with uh, local resources. Because I, know, because I know what it feels like. Again, just my own industrial experience. Again, everyone's completely different, but I know that. For depending on the states, some states can be absolutely horrible with these type of resources. So I wanted to help them find find what is available that they can actually use. Hmm. So my program does this a lot on just showing that hey, there's ways to solve any specific problems, and if you still and you feel like you're not ready, that's okay. Um, just help find some alternatives. It's kind of get you on get you to something that you want to do. Very cool. And that's kind of what my company does. And we, get, we got quite <laughs> sidetracked of all the fun topics. No, oh, I mean, you're very passionate of your content and your, your job. Yeah, so that's both important. Of them. Both jobs. Planning across the spectrum. Driving with autism. So you gave me my two business cards. Here's mine. What do you think of mine? Oh, Our like mission it. is to help and it's children. Different shapes, so good way to stand out. Good way to stand out. Different shape. That's for you. Also, take awesome. out your Thank phone. You. This is the dot. So the dot. I can give you the old school business card oh, okay. or you can scan that or just put it close okay so i just kind of scan my... don't even scan just let's see just put it close let's see if um, it should work okay then. um did it work is your phone on oh it's let's see it's on but i would probably have to look at the back oh, come on it should it should happen without that let's see what is oh my on? phone's a little different so android the samsung uh now you can save my contact. All yep. the friends of Phoenix stuff. Now show what it looks like. Look at that. All of our stuff's on there. Now Andrew has all my content. Thank you, Oh, Doc. and excuse the notifications. It uh, looks like Discord's been a little active. <laughs> Got emails, Facebook, Cash App, Venmo, the podcast, the website, everything. Dot. Thank you, Dot. Um, what do you think of the shirt? So I um, teach third grade. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. 
We were talking earlier with the um, infinity sign or the puzzle piece. And then you really don't have a preference, right? You think it's it, yes, more, you're more it'd be, focused. It'd be probably, I'd probably suck it for just for, for someone like me to say, but I honestly don't really, I don't have a preference. It's like, I just want, I just want to do the driving stuff. I kind of want to do my outreach job. Yep. Um, I just want to connect people to resources and connect them to also to my employer. Like, I just, I rather, like, I don't really have time to think about yeah. <laughs> language preferences or simple preferences. Now, do you want to do the read aloud, or do you want me to? Um, you have a better voice, so go ahead. So, keys to this is my friend Lynn Booth, author. She works at Wolkett School. She's very helpful and a, a wonderful volunteer to friends of Feeney. And she wrote a book, and I've been—I was going to read this anyway. She has multiple signed copies. We bought. So this is that's okay. Children and autism, written and illustrated by Lynn Booth. So I stand like this. So as it's. <laughs> Oh, lucky show? the coffee wasn't there. Right? So you Awkward. show and read. Can you see that, Kyle? Kyle? My name is Jeremy, and I'm 10 years old. I have a brother, and his name is Dustin. He has autism. He was born with it, but that's okay. It just makes him a little different from the other kids. He looks like any other kid, but sometimes he doesn't understand things the way that we do. Some kids who have autism can teach themselves another language, when they are eight years old from watching videos on their iPad or remember birthdays of people they don't even know. Some children like to pretend that they are cartoon characters and talk like them. Some pretend to be a, they are a fan and spin around. When something is different, they get upset. They always like to know what is going to happen next. When it comes to eating, some kids with autism only like certain kinds of food. Some may only like chicken nuggets and rice and pizza. Which one do you like? Chicken nuggets, rice, or pizza? <laughs> Almost sounds like me when I was young. young I'm always, well, maybe not pizza, or like a different type of pizza. I used to eat rattles and tall, and, oh. and, and I, I kind of went away when I was a teenager. And thank, thank goodness, right? because I can't really imagine now, and I hate to imagine where I can't have a, can't have a coffee, or if yeah. I can't have something out of beans and whatnot. And, and they all lived happy, happily ever after. Some children can read chapter books when they are six years old and can remember certain phrases and something they've heard and will always repeat that phrase. Some kids can even do big math problems in their head without even using scrap paper. Some kids with autism like to shake their hands in the air and dance around. We're getting those pictures? My brother Dustin is like that too, but he doesn't talk that much. But that's okay. I love him and I like to play with him. We play games on his iPad. Sometimes we ask him a question and he doesn't like to answer it. He just tells me something else. Sometimes he gets upset when things change or he doesn't know what's going to happen next. But that's okay. I always make sure he knows what's coming next. I write things down and read them to him. Even though Dustin doesn't talk very much, it's okay because he has an iPad with a special program on it that has pictures of things that he wants to do and likes to do. He can touch the picture on the iPad and will say a word so we know what he wants. Like, if he wants to eat, he will touch a picture of rice on the iPad and say, I want to eat. I help him do things, too. Like when he needs to wash his hands, sometimes he gets confused and says too many words. Like if I say, turn the water on, that's okay. I just say, water on, so we can understand better. When we go to the store, I have to hold Dustin's hand because he will run into the other aisle. He doesn't like it, but that's okay. 
We just pretend we are spying on someone, and I whisper, and I say, it's important that we stay together so we are not seen. Sometimes, when he wants something he shouldn't have, and my mom tells him he can't have it, he gets mad and yells really loud. That's okay, because I usually talk to him about something that he likes to do, and he forgets that he's upset. So if you see someone who may be a little different, it's okay to say hi. They like to be noticed, too. Hi. Every person we see has something special for all of us to learn from. Let, let us recognize every one of them and realize that we are all different just as much as we are the same and all understand that we need to be kind to each other. And that was about Lynn Booth has a wonderful family, two adult sons, and patient supporting husband encouraging me in all of my endeavors. I've been working with special needs children for many years, and I've enjoyed every moment of it. I wrote this book to share my experiences and knowledge I've gained. This is the first of many books of the series. I hope to get these books around children in the world with the differences and likenesses in each, every beautiful person. Thank you for supporting me. And this is Andrew. I hope you enjoy my book and find it informative. Lynn Booth. Nice. Oh, uh, thank you. Lynn Booth. Thank you, Lynn Booth. She's going to be a podcast guest. She has helped out at many events. She's a wonderful volunteer, wonderful person. Very excited for her book. Congratulations. So excited I got to read it on the podcast. What'd you think? I um, liked it. Thank you. What did it make you think of? Anything? Um, some similarities, but also there was a lot of differences. Like, I don't really need, like, an iPad. Mm-hmm. I don't like because it shows, like, a lot of the differences with people. Mm-hmm. I would say I have to maybe not so much the pizza, but the other foods, the chicken. There's something about there's something about autism and chicken. <laughs> maybe again, not everyone, and I really don't want to generalize people. Not yeah. not really my intention. It's so, like those like those common things of just people just happen to like a lot. It's like with Sonic the Hedgehog or oh, and God forbid, Pokemon. Mm, I was Pokemon. I was there I was there because I was there at the Pokemon craze of the late '90s, 2000s. I was there. Watching the movies in the theaters, probably bringing God knows how many toys to the said movies. <laughs> Did you play Pokemon Go? Um, well, well, a bit. I'm kind of more of the the main games are they more of the main games when the phone when the phone game. Yeah, fun fact: Pokemon Go, right up the street, Lions Auto on New Britain Ave has this big mural, the Friends of Feeny Be a Good Friend mural, and it's a Pokemon stop, Poke Go stop. <laughs> Is that a thing? Poke Go stop, Pokemon stop. Yeah, something like that. You should check it out. If you're playing the game, you, got to get, you have to be on level 20 or higher to go to a Pokemon stop. Come to find hmm. out. All right. So, oh, if, you were to, if there was a second grader, a younger kid, how would you explain autism to a second grader? Um, that's a good question, then. <laughs> Let's see, try to think of something. Um, or how would you explain autism to someone? I, and it's very different because a lot of different interpretations, a lot of it can get really, it gets kind of in back to the semantics kind of, the semantic stuff. Mm -hmm. uh, and then there's also the debates on whether it's a disability or identity. Mm -hmm. um, I'm kind of in the, well, it's a, I mean, it's a dis, I mean, disability, but it's also, it just depends on how kind of you use it. Like it has challenges, it has um, positives. A lot of people try to fix away on one side. At least my observations. I've been to some of your autism groups. Uh, some that gives me so much good info. Others that make me cringe. It's kind of the duality of yeah. <laughs> humanity. Uh, of all those several perspectives. And right. there's always the one group or kind of the couple other groups of like, it's cool stuff. And it's also like, oh my God, 
like this makes no sense. <laughs> Not your and and I guess I can only, again I can only, I can only possibly speak about that on my end. Nice. Because Wait. I really want to stress it's so different for everyone else. And again, I'd be lying if I say I can talk about let's say uh, um, the kid here's I can explain I can like, speak for him entirely. Yeah. I'm telling you, it's not true. <laughs> but yeah, it's, good answer. Everyone's just, different, and yeah, it's just really just how you identity use or it. disability. That's a good conversation to have. That's like, a, do you talk about that at work or the conferences that uh, you go to? I'm, I'm kind of more. I'm really in hands-on. Nice. Like I said, I'm not really a semantics guy, and my opinions don't affect any of my organizations. Them, my own personal ones. Nice. Um, because I have to be, because, you know, some of those debates, you have to be kind of careful. Mm-hmm. Careful. Some get really, really unnecessarily picky. So, again, any thoughts I express, they're on my own and not reflective of both companies. Nice. Just figure I put that out there in case someone gets a little antsy from listening to me. <laughs> yeah. What, what do you like more, golf or baseball? Um, if I were to play um, mini golf, would that be a third? Sure. I'm, I'm, I wouldn't mind mini golfing. If I want to, like, I would maybe go to, let's say, the Farmington and mini golf because they have the ice cream over there. Yeah. Like, I went that there would last be a good I went there last night. Great oh, spot. Uh, mm-hmm. Farmington mini golf. I had the Reese's peanut butter cup sundae. Ooh, great. Nine ninety five. Last couple of times I went there, there was actually a prawn machine. I don't know if it still works, but it's like a very, really old um, prawn machine. That's pretty cool. Nice. Well, I want to just shout out our Friends of Feeney golf tournament. Our golf tournament is scheduled for September 10th, right? Shotgun start 8.30, starts at 7.30. We're going to have breakfast and driving range. There are 11 teams already signed up, so we're looking for seven more teams. We're looking for sponsors. Please check it out. Omar and Miles are the co-chairs of this. We have a big meeting tonight at 8 p.m. Omar and Miles, we're going to do the finishing touches with our sponsors. We're going to have... Doro do the food. West Hartford Brewing and Roasting doing the beer. Maximum Beverage is doing a drink tent. Uh, drink Mechanics is doing a drink tent. We're going to have food, games. We're going to have cornhole boards, contests. It's going to be lots of fun. I'm really excited. Goodwin Park in Hartford, September 10th. Please come out and join us. You think you could golf? Not really. My family, uh, my grandparents, definitely. <laughs> Right. I can see them, either that or my uncle. And all proceeds are going to benefit children and families who need assistance after heartbreak or tragedy. All right, we talked about, I'm a teacher. What's your favorite, do you have a favorite teacher? Um, I have a couple, because um, I had the paraprofessionals. There was one in, in, in the Farmington, I went to Farmington schools. Mm-hmm. And one that was really good, good paraprofessional, also really liked It's a Wonderful Life. They really loved Christmas movies. Yeah, who was that? Um, when we say names or... Go for it. Um, kind of Donna Scott. It'd be, a, it'd be yeah. interesting if she actually listens to this. Donna Scott, thank you. <laughs> um, she was really awesome when I was, when I was in one of the Farmington schools. Been very consistent paraprofessional. How I long did you sure, guys work sure. together? Probably the last time until I graduated, honestly. Like, even up to high school, like just talking there. So even though I was more... aging out of it, I was aging out of a lot of those services. But she was really cool. Nice. And also was responsible for me liking Nightmare Before Christmas, so that's also really cool. Good movie. Yep, sure is. I just finally saw that movie. Nightmare Before Christmas. Really? I know, I'm a little late on that one. Fair enough. Then again, <laughs> I'm still catching up with classic movies. There's probably still a bunch that I still haven't seen. 
So it's fair. Oh, and then we have another, another one more shout out. This is baseball, yard goats. You like the yard goats? I've been, actually been, I've been to a couple of games. I haven't gone since, you know, the pandemic. Friday, August 19th. This is the Friends of Nicholas for the fundraiser for the Parenti family. A wonderful kid. He, um, we're helping out support for his time of need. All proceeds are going to go to the Friends of Nicholas fundraiser. You can pay 100 bucks and get your name on the back of a shirt, and it is $20 to get in. We only have about 20 to 40 tickets left, so please get in there while you can. Irish night, it's going to be a good night. It's Friday, August 19th. Friends of Nicholas at the Yard Goats. Choo Choo and Chomper. You know who Choo Choo and Chomper is? Choo Choo, the mascot? Chomper? Oh, over the Yard Goats. Yard Goats. That's no, coming back to me the uh, last couple of times. It's been like it was through a couple. There was sometimes they have the Autism Pacific. They have the Autism Pacific ones. Mm -hmm. It's been a long time since I've actually gone. Gotta go. Always. And also, also because I, I also work full time, that my schedule's been quite tight. One so right now. <laughs> and then one more final thing. This Thursday, July 28th, Something Rotten at Conard. This is a hilarious play. They're trying to compete with Shakespeare. It's PG-13. There's some naughty language. They talk about, instead of saying Hamlet, they make something, it's making an omelet, and uh, make an omelet, and something rotten. It's funny. Nigel's a character. Shakespeare's in it. Uh, Friends of Feeny night is July 28th. I'm going to be in it. I have a part. Oh, cool. Secret, I'm playing Mother Haggard. So if you look up Mother Haggard, I'm a little nervous. I go to my audition. Uh, I go to my practice tomorrow night at 8 p.m. at Conard. Sarah Avery and the West Hartford Summer Arts Festival are presenting this. Sarah Avery is a wonderful person. I taught her daughter Penny two years in a row, and I taught her son Charlie. And it's just great working with community members that are doing right in the community, and involving Friends of Feeney, letting us share our mission, get awareness, sell some swag pass out some information at the table. So July 28th, what are you doing this Thursday? You want to go see a play? Um, I'm, probably, I'm probably most likely, oh, I have to do my overview. I have to do my overview for Drama of Autism, an event that's, well, it, I think people here are listening will probably be, will probably be missing, but I'm doing a few overview that kind of goes over what I do for Drama of Autism. A spanking new presentation for um, the overview just goes over everything. I'm really proud of it. Like, is that something I can share on the podcast link? Is it a link, or do they have it's to? A link, it's a but Since this is coming out next week, it will most likely be done. Okay. So it, we so can put it in after probably, the fact. If they missed it on Wednesday, can they watch it again? Will be a link for people that signed up. They they get a recording. For people that signed up, they request it. They kind of keep it kind of specific to that. I plan to do a bit more in the future, and also I always like to go out to organizations, and if they want to have me to do a presentation, I would do it. Let's say if West Harvard Septal wanted me to do something like that over there, I'd be all for it. Nice, nice. And so no. probably just keep expected on just the Facebook page and the main website for Drive of Autism. I like to try to keep people posted on social media, social media in general. Cool. I'm always out doing things. Any... Um, what time would we got, Kyle? Where are we? Hour. We're at an hour. <laughs> All right, Dave, whenever you get a chance, I got a gift for Dave. Ready for the gift? So, Dave, 
episode 57 putting up with me means a lot to me this is shout outs to Sophia Kashka at High Meadow Day Camp she's an art student she's a wonderful artist Dave we talked about getting some custom made custom made um, stylish and this one is really good oh right there so that picture means a lot to Dave let's talk about that let's talk about that yeah that's uh, <laughs> that's my dad's artwork yeah, that's my dad's artwork. Oh, that's actually pretty special. Yeah, yeah, that's my dad's artwork. He painted on on a piece of plywood before he had money for canvas and whatnot. So yeah, he <laughs> custom made. These are cool. for These you. Are awesome man! Holy cow! Thank you, out. Sophia. She's a wonderful yeah. artist. Thank you, <laughs> Dave, for putting up with me Thank for you. 57 episodes. He volunteers you, his time and his equipment. Uh, so thank you, Dave. I hope you like him. Thanks. <laughs> so, hello, hello. Sophia. Sophia, he loves them. Thank you. Sophia made, I had the bridge. That's awesome. Pretty good, right? Good detail yeah, on that. Really good. <laughs> that's really cool. We were looking through. Wow. I, knew that, I knew that picture means a lot to you, so I want to make sure that I incorporate that on the sneaker. So, yeah, Dave's awesome. That's huge, man. That's, that, thank you very much. I love that. Hey, he's still talking about him. Good Sorry. job, Sophia. <laughs> Uh, I had the Bridge Family Center, and I went to the Bridge Family Charity Ball. Ronnie Newton took a picture of my sneaks and put it on the website. They had the Bridge Family Center. So just big sneaker guy. Dave's a sneaker guy <laughs> now, too. Um, all right, so you ready. Do you have any recommendations or things that people should check out? Like, I'm going to talk about D.B. Cooper. Do you know who D.B. Cooper is? I should, but... There's a uh, Netflix special. Oh, 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 okay. He, like, skyjacked a plane and got away with it without harming anyone. Four-part series on Netflix. I'm on part two. Pretty good. El Santo, Mexican place down at the center. Just went there. Wonderful spot. And then the movie hmm. Thor. Did you see Thor? Uh, Love no, and Thunder? I've been well behind. I still have to see the Spider-Man um, away from home. I think it's far from home. Or oh, some, wow. Uh, the, the third one. The third one yeah. in the um, MCU. Okay. I guess for I guess recommendations on my end. Yeah. Outside of checking my two companies out, mm -hmm. do check out Playing Cross Suspension and Drawing with Autism. Um, we're moving to West Hartford, and very soon around the August time. I saw there's no delays, but again, we'll be moving into that town, and then this year, so it's happening. Yeah. And for actual, um, I like rec I'll recommend two shows while I'm here. Go ahead. Um, nothing autism disability related. Shocking, I know. What's it called? Um. I'll be recommend the first show I'll be recommending is the offer. It's in Paranaut Plus, and it goes over the making of the Godfather. Ooh. Yeah, I know. It stands out, and it actually goes over the. It's like a dramatized version, where it kind of goes over the troubles making that movie, the very the original Godfather, the very first one. Nice. Of like how how the movie got got the the mafia the entire American community really mad. And the fact that the producer of the movie had to, he actually had the mafia come in and approve the script. Come it, on. I did not know that. That's so he cool. He actually had one of the, the, one of the mafia bosses come and read the script of The Godfather. And, and recommendations actually took off the word mafia so they could actually film. And there's some differences, so it's not entirely true. Again, it's a traumatized, it's a dramatized series. So again, they take ex exceptions to the storytelling. Okay. 
Sounds cool. But though. if you're a big Great fan recommendation. of the, if oh. you're a big fan of the golf art and the acting is really good in the in the series, it's again on Paramount Plus. I recommend it. I was able to watch it and no regrets. I actually got to see the golf writer because of it, so it did its job. And the other one, which it'd be a surprise of no one that knows me really well, uh, Bar Rescue. I've always been a Bar Rescue guy. <laughs> Reality TV, I love it. <laughs> and I'm still waiting for I'm still waiting for more news to come up um, because John Taffer is opening up a place in Watertown, Massachusetts. Oh, nice. Um, over there, there's like a mall over there. There's like a mall over there in Watertown, Massachusetts. It's supposed to open either this summer or maybe in the fall time. I'm Ina, and I plan to go there. Yeah. And I know some cheat cheats when driving to Mass because if you go on a turnpike, you'll hit tolls every single time. But if you don't hit that, you barely have to worry about tolls because we're at Route 90, Route 90, which is that uh, Mass turnpike. I looked at, you can look at stuff, Google Maps, and you can search up tolls. Tolls after tolls after tolls. Mm-hmm. A lot of things I do in my research. Nice. <laughs> when Good kind of looking at like new routes for me to use. So I'm so I'm been dying to do a drive over there. But Bar Rescue is a really good show. It's like uh, going Mansi, but with bars, and the, and there's a lot of cool content. Like it's been really influential to me when when I founded Driving with Autism. His professionalism inspires me a lot. I know reality TV. It sounds a little silly, but it works. And the guy and Taffer is very consistent with his with his thoughts and professionalism. So it just it works. Very cool. All right, two great recommendations. The Offer on Paramount Plus and Bar Rescue. All right, are you ready for crazy questions? I'm sure. Sponsored by Donut Crazy. Boom. Donut Crazy on Farmington Ave. These are crazy questions. What's your favorite donut? Uh, strawberry. If I'm at Dunkin', I would grab strawberry. With sprinkles or no sprinkles? Uh, sprinkles. All right. Would you rather... Okay. Would you rather eat a whole stick of butter or a hot pepper sauce? Yeah, these are crazy. A whole stick of butter or a whole bottle of hot pepper sauce. I think butter seems a bit more objective. Or if you want to, just let it melt, especially the temperatures, and you don't have to worry about a single thing. Boom. (laughs) Would you rather be too hot or too cold? Good question, because either way, you're kind of screwed either way, <laughs> if, especially if you're not a fan of extremes. So, um, hmm. I guess warm, because, well, we have to. Well, everyone has to, because it's like the, the heat wave is currently going on. Mm-hmm. Today's the last day, supposedly, so I guess uh, hot. All right. Would you rather live in a mansion or a farm? Pacific, but I guess man, I guess mansion. Never, never been too much of the farm environment, but it's still pretty cool. What's your favorite color? Uh, blue. Would you rather be on the moon or the sun? Uh, I guess be on the moon and kind of being like actually seeing the American history. If the flag is actually still there, like that'd be kind of cool to see a piece of history right there. Do you? How old are you? 29, uh, it does not look like that, in case anyone sees my face, but I'm actually 29. 29, yeah, you look great. Do you have a pet? Uh, German Shepherd. Do you have any kids? Uh, no, no, no. <laughs> did you like school when you were a little kid? I did. I was a weirder one out of my family, weirder one out of my brother and I, so. Would you rather eat pizza that tastes like ice cream or ice cream that tastes like pizza? 
I'm trying to come up with a response after that. Ice cream that tastes like pizza, which... It's going to be gross either way. Would you rather have money and be oh, ugly I, or I be... Guess, I guess oh, pizza of ice cream, at least there's a sweet side, but for the ice cream that's like pizza flavor, <laughs> it sounds very unhealthy, especially <laughs> unhealthy, and not to mention, you, it probably must be the most artificial flavor out there. Yeah. You know, like a pizza favorite ice cream, which sounds a little... Like, I don't know. <laughs> I feel like at least a pizza with the ice cream, it kind of seems more logical. Mm. If you did your best and try to figure out a way to see what, what you would have. <laughs> would you rather pizza with no sauce or pizza with no cheese? Mm, I'd rather have the cheese. Would you rather be bitten by a, a vampire or a poisonous spider? Mm. On Spider-Man, in case I want to be Spider-Man. Spider-Man, Peter Parker. That's how Peter Parker got to start, right? Good, good answer. Who's your favorite superhero? Spider-Man. I'm a huge fan of the of the older ones, the Tobey Maguire mm-hmm. movies. Even the third one, third one is a little shaky with the pacing. They tried, they put put in too much, but it still has a lot of great moments. What, if you could have a superpower, what would it be? Hmm. I guess fly. I would still love to drive, but for urban areas especially, I could just fly and I won't have to worry about traffic. True. Would you rather be a cat or a dog? Another good one? Hmm. I mean, I've been a dog person. Um, I wouldn't be, um, but being an, either a wolf dog or a husky would be pretty interesting, so I'm going to go with dog. What's your favorite emoji? Hmm. Um, I'll, I'm going to answer this more Pacific because I use Discord. Um, I've got Pokemon, like Pikachu surprise. You know, the, there's a meme where Pikachu looks surprised and people use it as a meme. Um, I like to use type, those type of things. Oh, you got to send that one to me. I want to see it. And also another one that's also Pokemon Pacific. It's hard to explain. <laughs> so you like Pokemon? Mm-hmm. Nice. I like Pokemon. Who's your favorite Harry Potter character? Oh my, it's been a while, but I'm guessing I have to go with uh, Snape. Ooh. Why Snape? Um, it seems we're done to spoil an already couple, like a decade or two long <laughs> series. But just a lot of the buildup of his character throughout the books and the movies. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I don't even have to say a single thing. <laughs> What's your favorite animal? Uh, recently, honestly, uh, wolf dogs. Just because I've been watching videos of wolf dogs. Aim for it's illegal in Connecticut. Wow. Would you... Go ahead. No, you go ahead. Would you rather have apple pie or pumpkin pie? Probably apple pie, but I'm not too much of a pie person, but I guess I just go apple. Nice. All right. That concludes crazy... Were they crazy enough for you? Uh, The pizza and the the pizza ice cream, that's still... That was probably the weirdest one. (laughs) Like, I'm not sure. You got any crazy questions for me? Or any questions in general? Let's see if I can think of one. Let's see. Give me a few seconds. I don't want to drag this up. Would you rather have a coffee that has pizza sauce in there? Or um, <laughs> or a coffee with hot sauce? Mm, I like hot sauce. Pizza, coffee and hot sauce. Sounds delish. Other, other coffee people may try to murder me upon <laughs> me coming up with this question on the gecko. 
but, but it sounds it's crazy as it comes yeah. and i wouldn't even i wouldn't even touch my own creations <laughs> now that's a great question that was crazy that's the whole name of the game crazy question sponsored by donut crazy they've been a sponsor forever gastro park has been a sponsor forever west hartford lock again direct line media dave got his cool new sneakers kyle's doing great uh cody and andrew over here at weha brewing and roasting on 141 shield street oh we got our signs here we have a sale 20 25 bucks you could send your message be a good friend pick up trash that's not yours hold the door for someone Give a compliment and be charitable. Be a good friend. Was that with you the whole time? Hopefully. So that was wonderful talking with you. We talked about driving with autism. We talked about planning across the spectrum. You are a wonderful guest. I'm so happy to talk with you, Andrew. Um, I hopefully you enjoyed your time here. Oh yeah, I did. Yeah, I did. I'll say something quick. Go for it. Um, I'll definitely see if I can. I think I know two people that would probably like this. Yeah. And also moving to West Hartford with me work-wise, so I think they'd easily be on. And one is with my employer and playing across the spectrum. I'll see how scheduling goes. This yeah. is me in my outreaching form, so... Hey, when you're the director of so community I'll outreach, up. you did exactly that. You sent us an email, you reached out, and you, you told us that you're moving to West Hartford. I knew all the wonderful things that you're doing. I'm just so excited to talk with you. I think this is a wonderful... You're a busy man. Two different business cards. And both doing wonderful things for people in the community. And that's what we're all about at Feeding mm -hmm. Talks for Friends. So Andrew, uh, Andrew at planningacrossthespectrum.com, Andrew.arbo at autismdriving.com, both oh, in actually, Farmington. Um, sorry, uh, new at all for the drive with autism is www.autismdriving.com. Just for the website. For the website. <laughs> sorry to correct, but I had to say something. No, please do. <laughs> I make mistakes. Mm -hmm. um, again, we're going to check out Beans and Company. We're going to check out Bar Rescue and The Offer, the Godfather documentary. We talked about three keys that made you great. Uh, we talked about your first, last, best, worst. Do you have a favorite restaurant? Oh, that's a really, yeah, that's a good question because I have a lot of places. Yeah. And one I'm still very tempted to go back to, uh, Junior's, Junior's Restaurant, that's technically in Newark. Because uh, Junior's Restaurant has the best uh, cheesecake. Yeah. Like the world-famous cheesecake. Cheesecake. It cheesecake. Like, it sounds like me going to Newark, but it's like you don't actually have to go to Newark. I mean, you could order online. Yeah. But Junior's Restaurant is inside Fox Roots in the Fox Tower. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but if you go on the Fox Tower side in the casino. Good cheesecake. Yeah, like the best. Like, if you've gone to New York City, if you've gone to Grand Central or even the Times Square, you'll see, multi you see like two or three junior locations. I can vouch for them. Amazing cheesecake. All right. Well, and the moment I realized it was in Foxwoods a year ago, I drove. I just drove over there and did the thing. I'm actually kind of want to go back. Kind of want to go back over there, just figuring out the right day. Nice. Drove all the way to Foxwoods. It, it, it's, it's quite a distance. Um, I think it's worth it. And that's kind of the thing with me. Like, if it's like, it has a lot of value for me to drive, um, I most likely do it. So you drive an hour for a nice piece of cheesecake. I don't blame you. I and would I, too. I'm like whatever of gambling. For, it might be a good luck because Vox Roots is pretty big. If you go inside there, there's so much to walk around. Nice. So it's like after cheesecake, you can just walk around. You don't even have to play any of the games. I'm not too much into that. So it's just cheesecake for me, which seems a little silly, but it's worth it. Yeah, cheesecake. All right, so he's going to eat at Junior's. We have gotten a lot of 
favorite restaurants. That's our first juniors. Any closing remarks? Again, um, thank you for having me here. And West Hartford's about to get, get, get two really good resources. I'm more like free because there are other people will be going to my office too. And again, we'll be nearby the West Hartford Center, which is very walkable. So I'm mm-hmm. actually looking forward to kind of walking in and out. Yeah. Because I used to hang out in the center a lot. I love still the kind center. Of do. And I still kind of do whenever I get a chance. Again, busy schedule and everything, but I'll be nearby. All right. Well, so I can even take the bus if I want to, but I'd rather drive still, been my thing. If you uh, see me, make sure you say hi. If you're available, come to Something Rotten on July 28th. Friday, August 19th, Yard Goats game. September 10th, Goodwin Park, Friends of Feeney Golf Tournament. No, again, I had a wonderful time chatting with you. I want to give you a, a gift voucher for free beverage and a free appetizer here at Weeha Brewing and Roasting. Bring a friend, free, and you can check out Fatty Wagon. This is for you, buddy. Thanks for coming. Oh, and I'll keep this in mind. <laughs> driving. If you're a big driver, you'll see these on some magnets. These are car magnets. Be a good friend. Oh, thank you. It was wonderful chatting with you. Uh, you're doing great things in the community. I'm very excited to speak with Andrew Arbo, episode 57 of Feeney Talks with Friends. We look forward to episode 58, 59, and 60. We're coming up on 60 episodes. All right. And uh, we're, again, we're here at Weeha Roasting and Brewing. Good coffee, right, Andrew? Good, yeah, I liked it. I liked he, it. He drank it all. So on um, three, we're going to say be a good friend. On three. One, two, three. Be a good friend. Be a good friend. Be a good friend.